There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi, everyone. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. What made you say yes to this show? When I stumbled upon this opportunity, I was like, this is something where they're filtering out so many people. It's such an intense process. Who is your favorite cast member on the show? Ooh, uh, my favorite cast member on the show is... Have your ex-girlfriend hit you up? <laughs> you know? <laughs> they probably did, huh? <laughs> I've gotten a, a few more messages than usual. <laughs> I bet you got a lot of girls sliding in your DMs, boy. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm so happy to have you here with me today. As always, thank you so much for joining me. I'm your host, Cheekies, and today is going to be a pretty exciting episode. That's because today's guest is a cast member from the popular Netflix reality show, Love is Blind. Guys, I've watched the entire show and I've enjoyed every single minute of it. I'm not even joking. So I'm super excited to talk to today's guest about a bunch of different topics. So let's get right into it. This is Cheekies and Chill. All right. So as promised, I am sitting here with the one and only Salvador Perez. You may know him as Sal. And as I mentioned earlier, he is a star on the reality show Love is Blind Season 2. If you guys haven't seen it yet, you guys can binge the entire season on Netflix now. And I'm telling you, it's a must watch. So Sal, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you. I I am really good. You know, it's been a little bit different since the show ended, but um, I'm great. I'm great. And I, yeah, I'm excited to be here. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm so excited to talk to you. And okay, now, let, I mean, let's just get right into it. You said that it's been a little different since like the show ended. Why? In what way? Well, just right off the bat, I'm such a private person, like to begin with. So just mm-hmm. seeing people like giving me such uh, so much support and being stopped, like, in random situations in my life has been an adjustment. But, you know, people are so nice yeah. here and they're so considerate. They're all like, is this okay? Can I can I talk to you uh-huh. for a little bit? <laughs> How cute. Where do you live? I live in uh, Wicker Park in, in Chicago, Illinois. 
Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I heard somewhere you're from El Paso. Is that correct? Yes, that's always home for me. El Paso, Texas. I was uh, nice. uh, not born there, but I was raised there um, So since I was two years old and then um, eventually okay. made the move over to Chicago. Okay, so let's get into uh, Love is Blind. So yes. you say that you're a very, you know, a reserved or private person. What made you say yes to this show, to this experiment? Because you're, you're in your early 30s, right? So yes. what made you feel like, okay, I'm going to take this leap of faith? You know, originally, I, I thought it would be really fun to try it. To be completely honest, I was tired of the apps. I had no real luck there. I feel like I got a lot of judgment on those apps when I was on there. Okay. And, you know, it's so easy to swipe on somebody if, if whatever, if they have just not the right picture or something like that, then it's easy to just like, all right, next person. You know what I mean? Right. So when I stumbled upon this opportunity, I was like, okay, I mean, this is something where they're filtering out so many people. This is such an intense process. It's backed by research. It's backed by people who are like, this is supposed to work. I don't know how much I could say, but there were so many questions I had to answer before actually being accepted into this. So just right off the bat, I was like, all right, if all of these people are going through this, I want to see if this actually works. So I was like, I'm going to step out of my comfort zone a little bit. And, you know, even though I am more of a private person, I was just like, I want to put it out there. Let's see. This could be an opportunity for growth. And maybe I end up married at the end of it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's good, though. You're open. You were open to the idea. And did you really feel like, okay, if I meet that girl, like I'm ready to get married, like you're ready to take that step? I definitely felt like I was ready to find my person. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, I had to go into it with an open mind and open heart and be just very open to the experience. You know, I knew that going Mm -hmm. into it, I was just like, I'm just going to go hard. I'm going to be emotional. I'm going to be vulnerable. I'm going to be open with these people and just put my heart on the line. And that's exactly what I did. So (laughs) you did. And I loved you. (laughs) I was like, what? I'm like, honestly, I watched it. Like I got stuck on the show and you really stood out to me because of that. I was like, he looks like a genuine person. Like he is in touch with his emotions. He's very honest. He knows what he wants because you're fairly young and usually men like aren't ready, you know, quote unquote, like until they're like their mid thirties, late thirties. But like, I think because of your family and I'm telling, I feel like I know you, right. But I feel like I met your sisters on the show and then I'm like, he comes from a good traditional family. It looks like, and he has a good head on his shoulders. So I was like, dude, if this girl gets her shit together, Mallory, okay, this is my show. So I'm gonna say whatever I want guys. Okay. So I was like, if she gets her shit together, she's going to take a really good man. And then we'll talk about that a little later, but that's just my take from the show. Right. So I admire that, that you took that leap of faith and you were open to that experience and that experiment because I'm sure it, it was scary. I'm pretty sure it was, but I think it's so badass because I, I was very interested. I'm like, yeah, like this is another way, a more genuine, pure way to meet someone. Yeah. And it, because I feel like there you get frozen into indecision when you have too many choices. And I feel like that's what these the apps today are geared towards is just giving you so many choices, mm-hmm. you know, and you never take the time to get to know somebody sincerely, you know, and then so this experience was so intense, cheeky, like it was just, that was our job 24 seven, you know, it's just like finding the person that you connect with that you want to spend the rest of your life with. And when you put that much pressure on one task, like you could really get far in that in that goal, you know, you could really yeah. just 
because that's your main focus. Yeah, yeah. So, and it was, was it for two weeks that you guys were in the pods? Um, technically, it was like 10 days of pod dating. The whole okay. experience, I think, took about three weeks just because we would take breaks or we weren't like going into the pods every day. Yeah, I kind of figured, and that was like one of my questions because I, I mean, I come from like reality TV. So I just know that even when they would do like the edits or, or like they would cut certain things, I'm like, oh my God, they're just creating drama. And then you watch it and then you're like, okay, it wasn't that bad, you know, but because I, I know how it works. I was like wondering, I'm like, I wonder if they were there straight for two weeks or did they take, like you said, breaks in between? Um, you know, it's television, guys. It's television. Certain magic has to happen. <laughs> but don't get me wrong. Like some days it was harder to go on those dates because sometimes like my longest date was maybe two and a half hours, three hours inside of a pod with with Jeez. our people. Yeah. And you you just sit there and it's OK to be bored with your person, you know, like we, but we would just sit there and talk, we just hang out. And yeah. sometimes... <laughs> These didn't make it on there. Like on some other dates, I would pass out a little bit. <laughs> I was but... going to ask you. <laughs> I was like, did you ever take naps, dude? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they give you really comfortable love is blind blankets. And so I was nice. Like, well, I remember one time, but I won't say who I was on a date with. But yeah, I passed okay. out a little bit. And then you wake up and you're like, oh. Uh, oh, dang. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know. You're so respectful. That's so nice of you not to say who it was. Because you had two connections, right? Two strong connections. Am I am I correct? You know, for me, I I had I had three. Uh, there was oh, okay, okay. Um, actually Deep T and I really did connect pretty closely towards the end of it, but then we fizzled out at the end. When we were like top three people, um, we mm -hmm. had fizzled out by then. But um Towards the end, I was pretty set on Mallory. Like, it was just like Mallory or nobody. And the other two people that were in my top three understood that. I think they felt okay. that because it was just like people talk. You know, I was talking to the guys and the girls were talking to the girls, you know. and So it would kind of get around. Yeah, and it got around. And, pe and we never, Mallory and I were never territorial about each other. It was just kind of like we understood that, hey, we have a strong connection here and we're, we're having fun with each other and that's it. You know, like there was no yeah. real competition for that, you know, so. Yeah. Another one of my favorites was Deep D. I felt like she was just a very genuine, great person. And I was so proud of her decision, to be honest. I was like, oh, oh my God. I was so happy. At her and Natalie, honestly, because... I just felt like, sorry, guys, spoiler alert here. If you guys haven't watched the show, but go watch it. You'll see what I'm talking about. But Natalie, I love. She's such a genuine person, too. I feel, I mean, from what I could see. But yeah, Deep D was awesome. And, and now that we're talking about Mallory. Oh. So <laughs> let me take a deep breath, guys. <laughs> she really upset me at the end. Okay, I'm not, I'm not talking crap about nobody. It's just once you see the show, it just. But you know what? I respect your decision, like, cada quien. But I just felt like. You guys did have a connection in the pod. You guys were like vibing and you could tell like how her eyes would just light up when, you know, you guys would talk. And then I don't know what the heck happened. What do you think happened? Honestly, Cheeky's like, there was stuff that did happen off camera. We, we, we were just not seeing eye to eye together. And I take very seriously, like when somebody hears, hears me out well, and when I, I do my uh -huh. best to listen to you and to repeat what you are saying to me so that you know that I am listening to you. You're a good guy. 
Sorry. Oh uh-huh. my god. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Communication is so important to me. That's how I'm like. <laughs> it's true. It's important to everybody. It should be. Mm-hmm. That's it's the kindest and most considerate thing you could do for somebody is sincerely listen to them actively and show them that you are with your body, with everything. You know. Yes. And I, uh, I look out for that. I really do. And. I felt that when we were having discussions and arguments, I found that we would have to have them multiple times and I would start getting frustrated and and unheard. And I would just be like, are you, I would legit tell her, like, are you seriously asking me this again? Do you want me to explain myself again and discuss what I just explained like two minutes ago? Like it was just, it was frustrating. And yeah, because sometimes I think what we tend to do, and I've learned this the hard way in, in relationships is we listen to react and not listen to understand. And when you're in a relationship trying to make something work, you need to really give that person your undivided attention and really show them I'm getting it. And if I don't understand, I'm going to ask you. But sometimes it's like, I want to listen to just like bark back at you. You know what I mean? And well, yeah, that's what I was going to ask you because I'm sure a lot of things did happen off camera that we weren't able to see because you were pretty firm in your decision. Like I felt like it was like from one moment to another, like you were really into it. And then I was like, something must have happened behind the cameras because you just completely were like, I'm not feeling this at all anymore. And I was really surprised at the altar with your with your response. But I was also very proud. I was also very happy <laughs> because I just felt like as a woman, you're watching and I'm like, I don't think she's the one. I, I didn't feel it. I was like, I don't think she's ready. I think she wants to be ready and she's in love with the idea of being in love but I don't know if she's absolutely ready. That's just my personal opinion, guys. Everyone that's listening, like I'm not <laughs> talking bad about Mallory. I think we all have our process and we have to respect that. But from what I got, I was like, I don't know if they're on the same frequency. You know what I mean, Jellybean? Yeah, no, I totally understand and hear what you're saying. And there were things that continue to happen off of the actual our actual storyline where I was just like, <sighs> I... I wanted to be sincere to the experience, Jakey. So I'm going to be completely up mm-hmm. with you. I wanted to still give it a shot because I'm like, you know what? Maybe I could have a change of heart. Maybe I'll feel differently when I'm there at the altar. And that's why I didn't want to decide until I was there. Like I made a decision. I promised myself. I was like, for this last week, I don't want anybody to know my decision because I haven't made it yet. I want to decide it there at the altar. And, and so I stuck to that. I didn't even tell my family. My family was worried. They were just like, what is he going to say on the day of the wedding? No way. That was my question. Like I did. So no one knew. You're not even your sisters. No one knew. Yeah. They, they, uh, even on the day of, like, you'll see it if you watch it, my, all of my siblings were holding hands, like at the, at my wedding. Cause they just had no idea if I was actually going to say yes, or if I was going to say no, you know, but, oh, man. but regardless, like they, they were just being very supportive of me. And, um, Mallory was not my person. No, like, she wasn't. And she lost a good guy in my personal opinion, you know, me and my opinions, <laughs> but okay. So do you feel comfortable talking about why, when you got to the altar, you said no, like besides the communication stuff, or you just weren't, you don't have to give us details, but just, you know, I'm wondering. There was one moment that I knew, like, okay, as far as I'm concerned right now, this is what my answer is going to be, but I'm going to continue going on this journey with you, but this is what I already know I'm going to say. This is what I feel I'm leaning towards already, but I'm going to still give this a shot. 
I don't know if I can say what happened because that's going to come out later. <laughs> oh, I see. I okay. Yeah, no, no, no. Don't worry. They probably wouldn't like that. <laughs> You're going to give me an exclusiva here. So they're going to be like, <laughs> I'll be watching them. It, it, it revolved around just like, this is what happens in relationships. I feel like it's nobody's fault. I feel like at the end of the day, we're just trying to make it work between us. We're trying to see if we can have a good relationship between two people. And it mm-hmm. takes two to do that. I, I'm sure that I have some things that maybe Val- Mallory was looking for that I didn't provide for her. But I, I'm just voicing the things that I felt weren't there for me. And a lot of that was just the, the repetitive arguments that we kept having. Um, mm-hmm. And just like the lack of communication and connection that we kept feeling. And it was just, we all have our work to do, Tiki's. Like we all have our trauma yeah. that we have to go through, that we have to process. Absolutely. I, it didn't work. It didn't work for us. And there was, yeah. there was things that got in the way, both on both sides that we just, I can't blame her for it. Cause I've also been through stuff like that before, you know, like I, I have gotten upset about things and I'm talking about like previous relationships too. Like I've messed up. I know what it is to gaslight people. And I've done that before to my girlfriends. I'll be very sincere about that. Cause I was, yeah. I used to be insecure about myself and I used to have work that I needed to do, but I, I went to therapy and I did my work. I became more aware of like the emotions I was feeling um, because I knew that I I couldn't love somebody. I couldn't love somebody because I didn't love myself. Mm -hmm. See, and that's when you know that you have healed that or you're on that path of healing because I think it's it's a lifetime thing. You know what I mean? Like we evolve and we grow and we change. But the fact that you can sit here and admit, hey, I used to do this. These were my toxic traits. And I feel like you're supposed to learn from every relationship and grow from it and say, okay, what am I going to do different in my next relationship? Not just blame the other person all the time, but also say, hey, yo también tengo mis fallas. I can also do certain things differently. So that's that's awesome of you. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together. And that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr. And on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate. Because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me, sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the My Cultura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows, wherever you listen to podcasts. My name is Johnny B. Good. And I'm the host of the new podcast, Creating a Con, the story of BitCon. Over this nine-part series, I'll explore the life and crimes of my best friend, Ray Trapani. I always wanted to be a criminal. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should 
start some sort of scheme. You see, Ray has this unique ability to find loopholes and exploit them. They collected $30 million. There were headlines about it. His company, Centratech, was one of the hottest crypto startups in 2017. It was going to change the world, until it didn't. I came into my office, opened my email, and the subject heading was FBI request. It was only a matter of time before the truth came out. You can only fake it till you make it for so long before they find out that your Harvard degree is not so crimson. How could you sit there and do something that you know will objectively cause more harm in the world? Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Before we move on, I'm very curious. What is your sign? Ooh, uh, yes, yes. I uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am in Aries mm-hmm. with a Leo rising and a Taurus moon. Nice. <laughs> Whatever that means. Okay, perfect. Okay, well, my brother, Johnny, is really good at, like, all the chart stuff. The thing is, is, like, you're super connected with your feelings, and I like that. I think that that was awesome because you were on television, and you didn't care. Like, you're like, I'm here to experience this, and I'm not going to put up a front like um, Homeboy did. What Deep D's guy, what's his name? I don't even... Oh, my gosh. Shake. Dude, sh- yes. Dude, Shake. I could not with with my life with him. I'm just like, shake, just chill out. Like, I think he kind of tried, but it's just, yeah. there's no way. But you, on the other hand, were very connected to like your emotions and you had no problem with shedding a tear or two if need be. And that's not something that we see a lot, especially in our culture. You know, I, I, I wish that it wasn't such a rare thing. I wish that right? it was just a human thing for, mm-hmm. for men to accept because... We wear so much armor around that. And I I get emotional talking about this because even after the show, one of my cousins that we don't really spend a lot of time together, we didn't really get to know each other a lot, but he reached out to me after the show and he was like, cousin, like, I don't, I never met you, man. Like, I never felt like I got to know you that way. Mm -hmm. But just seeing you and seeing you get emotional like that on screen and not caring, like it was... It was very, gosh, I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. Are those your exes hitting you up? (laughs) Have your ex-girlfriends hit you up? (laughs) You know. (laughs) They probably did, huh? (laughs) I've gotten a a few more messages than usual. (laughs) I bet you got a lot of girls sliding in your DMs, boy. (laughs) (laughs) They're all beautiful, and I'll eventually get (laughs) nice positive messages that's all that's all that's awesome good 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 but um no yeah my it just just knowing that i reached at least one man or or a few men that that felt like they couldn't express that side of themselves then mission accomplished honestly cheekies but i i really feel like that needs to be more of a more normalized and Mm -hmm. um it shouldn't be a rare thing and i think that men specifically need to be the ones to show that we've heard it enough from everyone else i feel like men need to step up and and show that vulnerability on screen men who have platforms need to show that because because guys are are depressed men are depressed and it's a there's a lot of suicide with with Mm -hmm. with men feel like that that they they feel lonely they feel lost and it's because if you don't have that sensitivity and you don't take off that armor you lack all connection with people yeah for sure and you build up this tension 
you know what I mean, within you and you're not releasing. You need to release. Like I always say, like, I, I'll cry like I'm a crier and I just feel like it just cleanses my soul and I feel so much better afterwards. Imagine men in our culture that were like, los hombres no lloran and you're not supposed to cry and you got to be a macho and this and that. It's like, dude, like, do you understand what you're doing to these to these men? Like you're not allowing them to express themselves. And mm-hmm. what happens? It turns into depression, anxiety, anger. And this is why I think it was great that you being like the age that you are being Latino, being on this on this very famous show love is blind that you were able to just say hey like i'm connected with my like there's nothing wrong with that like i was like if if anything that made you sexier that made you like more attractive i feel for women i think that that's like i'm like damn like that's beautiful i'm sure a lot of women feel like that so that's why i wanted to ask you because i'm like i'm glad that you're saying it i think it should be more normalized for sure so all guys you heard it here first crying is yes (laughs) crying is sexy okay it makes a girl horny no i'm just kidding (laughs) sorry sorry okay sal anyway okay but to to kind of wrap that whole thing up though like i i just want to say like i even heard because i i like i love listening to um podcasts that talk about that too and i'm so glad that you're putting this up too chickies there's a a really good one. Um, I follow Justin Baldoni, the one from Jane the Virgin. And he talks about literal tears, like there's stress hormone in your tears. Oh, no way. When you cry, there are literally stress hormones in your tears. There it is. That's freaking awesome. I'm going to listen to it because I've always felt that. I'm like, it's a way of releasing toxins from your body. Like you have it built up in your chest. And for so long, I would have just hold it in. And and when I was in a really bad relationship and I'd hold it in, I'm like, I don't want to cry. I don't know, because then he doesn't like, you know, whatever the case may be. But then I would just go outside and just yell and cry. And Mm. I felt like, oh, I feel better now. And then now I know it's like it's releasing hormones. That's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) That is so cool. Thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. See, I, I was right. I was right. <laughs> so tell me, do you feel that love is blind taught you or made you really realize what you want and don't want in your wife? You know, I do feel uh, very lucky to have been a part of such an experience because if you're looking at it from a numbers perspective, like there's only been the 30 of us that went through it for this season and then the 30 others that went through it on the first season. And um mm-hmm. To just think about it in that way, like, and going through the process, because there was the the pods, I think the pods were really the, the place where I felt that I grew and I, I had never gone in so in depth as far as like, what's a want for me and what's a need in, in my mm-hmm. partner, you know, like, what is important to me? What do I need to talk about as far as finances goes, as kids go? Um, what are we going to teach our kids? You know, like, do I want kids? You know, and so I gave so much thought to all of this throughout the whole process that now I just feel like dating is so much easier because I'm so much more open and ready to ask those questions. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like a, a no bullshit, <laughs> a no bullshit yeah. uh, experience. It, it taught you how to spot all of it and just rip all of that out and just get down to the nitty gritty. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I I mean, I really believe like I was like, if I were single and if I could be on a show like that, I probably would because I think like you said, like you're going to learn so much about yourself during this time Mm -hmm. and about just humans in general. I was very curious too, because I know you had that collection with Mallory, with Mal, but did you, did you, when you saw her, like, did you really, you were in those pods thinking, "I, I don't care what this person looks like. I I really don't care. Like you were just completely 
engrossed in getting to know that person from her heart, like mm-hmm. in her mind. And when you saw her in person, did you, did it change? Like, did you feel like, oh, she's beautiful or did you, did anything change? No, when I saw her in person, you know, well, leading up to the whole thing, like I, I was not worried at all. In fact, I, I wanted to stay true to the experience. There were some other people that were like a kind of getting hints about how their person looked, but I didn't want any of that at all. I just, uh-huh. I was, I just wanted to be surprised. So cool. when I first saw her, there was so much that I had to process. I feel like my body was reacting to, to Mallory too. And I was just like, oh my God, I'm trying to soak this person up and, and and try to put, it was so interesting to see her mouth move and hear her voice come out of her. And I was just like, it was like shock, nerves, excitement, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I'm sure that she was going through the same thing, but it was just kind of like, okay, now let's build up our physical mm-hmm. relationship. It was like another step. Yeah. And, um, but she's, she's extremely beautiful and uh, I was super excited to get to know her and, and I knew that um, no, no matter what, that we were just going to, that it was just the next step. Like you said, like the physical was just going to be the next step. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that little like, like a level of like to add to the excitement. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, I think she's beautiful. I think she's very attractive, very attractive girl. I love the way she dresses, her hair and everything. Está muy bonita. Mm. Um, and, you know, at the reunion, I watched a reunion, right? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a fan, guys. Yeah. I watched a reunion and I was very freaking like I was like like this I literally I was sitting on the couch and I started like clapping when you when you came out and you just were very straightforward because you're very like respectful type of guy you were very respectful but like I was like damn he has like a backbone he is not here to fuck around he's here to get answers and I thought that was really like it put you like on another level again because I'm like dude he's a sensitive guy he's in, in tune with his emotions but then he can also like stand his own so I wanted to like tell you that because I thought that was a really beautiful moment and how you connected with Deep D and you were just defended her there I was like oh heck yeah I was like that's amazing oh my gosh and she was like they I probably shouldn't say this but they did make Shake look better than than what he what he actually was no way oh yeah. i was gonna ask yeah he yeah. was a total douche dude he was a douche i and Sorry. i because i love deep tea i truly do yeah. she's she's such a good person inside and out i feel i even told her after everything was over i'm like deeps you are literally going to be the queen of everything when you when all of this ends because of how bad this person was too and because you're such a good person the fact that he was so bad to you is just gonna you're 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 elevate yeah Mm -hmm. you know definitely and she sat there so poised and just wasn't she just like i'm gonna sit here in my dress and look cute and Mm -hmm. go ahead you look like an idiot so i i just loved it to to the to the end she just kept her class and i'm like she's gonna get a good man out of this i hope she does because akel i know he needs some serious, I don't know what, but (laughs) so Sal, tell us what comes after love is blind. After love is blind. I just, I'm thinking to myself, I want to date. I want to open up that door and, and, and no longer do apps. I feel like it's important for me maybe to set up a date or two, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's more authentic to me to meet somebody in person now. That's how I am thinking going into this. And honestly, like when I when I did go on dates after the show, it was more so with like 
better questions. I just, I was so interested in the mm. person because it was just like, hey, let's, let's figure this out. Let's see if we actually want this. It was so much more easier for me to build rapport with somebody because yeah. I was so like, I was just a hundred percent in as far as like, let's figure this out. Let's date, let's have fun. You know, let's, let's ask the meaningful questions if that's where we want to want this to go and just be uh, revolve around honesty, you know, and, and good communication. And if for it's, sure. if it's casual with somebody like it's whatever, it's casual, you know, but you communicate it and you communicate yeah. it well and it's all consensual. And I feel, and I feel like there's uh, it's really important to have that. I guess if I could summarize it in all, what I learned the most coming out of this experience is how to create a safe space for the women in my life. Oh, guys, oh my gosh, dude, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your fan, dude. I'm your fan. I want all the guys that are listening to this. I'm, it's probably like mainly women, but they're probably going to be like trying to find you. Uh, but dude, like, yes, yes. You remind me a lot of my boyfriend, the way that you, you speak and the way that you express yourself and you're connected. Like he goes to therapy, like, He's all about making me feel safe. And mm -hmm. I never had that. And he's 29. Okay. So like, I know that there are good guys out there and he's just, it's like when you're ready and you know what you want in life and you've gone through things and you do what you got to do, like therapy, life coaching, mentorship, whatever it is, it really does help you guys. It helps the healing right. process and nacen hombres así, like, like Sal. <laughs> so that's awesome. And the bar is so low for men. It really is. Mm -hmm. Like if you go to therapy, like they will make a parade for you. Like, great. Good for you, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> do the work, you know, and it's, it's yeah. really interesting. I feel also coming out of this is just understanding like the fact that you can only, only love somebody as much as you love yourself. And I feel like that became yeah. more evident to me too. And just letting someone in that deeply is, is, is hard if you, if you haven't done that work for yourself, you know, that's where insecurities come in because you just haven't done that yeah, work. Definitely. You just haven't done it and no one can do it for you. No one can. Mm -mm. That's a choice that you have to make. And whether it's for the person that's in your life now or the person that's going to come, it's like, if you don't do that work, they're just, those things are just going to come back and haunt you in every single relationship. So it's like, it's a, your choice. You got to really get in there and do the work guys i yeah. mean we all have them i i have you know what you call those those demons from my past from my childhood that i have to constantly go to therapy and make sure i keep them in place and i keep them suppressed and i just keep mm. growing mentally emotionally and in every way so it's not para todos it's not like oh you go to therapy i'm bad i'm i need help i'm i'm broken no like i think we all are kind of a little bit broken we need to be kind of like put back together it's life it brings us closer together and when you when you understand that that we're all going through something but yes like you said it's para todos it's para todos, es para todos. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so good to see that you're not jaded you know what i mean you're still open you're still willing you're still like you know because but you were there for all the right reasons so i think that's why you have like i said earlier very good head on your shoulders i can tell from the like since i watched the show so it's so nice to be able to speak to you and you know talk about all these things There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey, everyone. It's Wilmer Valderrama. And we're reflecting on what matters most. I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tuda Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tuda shows wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Johnny B. Good, and I'm the host of the new podcast, Creating a Con, the story of BitCon. Over this nine-part series, I'll explore the life and crimes of my best friend, Ray Trapani. I always wanted to be a criminal. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. You see, Ray has this unique ability to find loopholes and exploit them. They collected $30 million. There were headlines about it. His company, Centratech, was one of the hottest crypto startups in 2017. It was going to change the world, until it didn't. I came into my office, opened my email, and the subject heading was FBI request. It was only a matter of time before the truth came out. You can only fake it till you make it for so long before they find out that your Harvard degree is not so crimson. How could you sit there and do something that you know will objectively cause more harm in the world? Listen to Creating a Con, the story of BitCon, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now that we're kind of like talking what about we do some singing why don't you sing for us oh <laughs> a little something he's like i wasn't prepared for this <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know what i would begin to sing i, I um no sé, no sé just like please. anything anything like a little algo así chiquitito algo that me, maybe you even sang on the on the show oh you know how did it go <laughs> let me see you're so cute thank you so much yay thank you thank you you're so sweet for doing that okay so how about now we move on to like a Q&A okay are you game for that or what? I'm game for that. Yeah? Okay. It. Like little fire questions, little some some. So here we go. Who is your favorite cast member on the show? Ooh, uh, my favorite cast member on the show is, honestly, I have to say Danielle. Yeah? Danielle, yeah. She's a sweetheart. Danielle is a, such a sweetheart. I Even all off camera and everything, like, I know she's gone through a lot. And I know that she, she got some heat for being like... Um, so vulnerable on camera, you know, but I, I feel like, I feel like inside she, she's a, she's very real and, and she's solid. Yeah. She's, mm-hmm. she's a great yeah. person. Her and uh, deep tea. <laughs> yes. 
Okay, so who is your least favorite cast member? Do I even have to say? I mean, I know. Shake. shake Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I, I, and look, I'm not going to talk bad, but I feel like this goes for everybody. Like, you, you have to, you have to develop your empathy. You, you have to develop your empathy for people and know that, that what you say has consequences. That's, that's all I'm going to say. What's one thing you think the show got wrong about you? Um, I don't sing all the time. <laughs> I, I, I sing for myself and a little bit, you know, but that, I think that's one thing they got wrong about me. But, uh, you know, I pulled out my uke once and I, after that, it was just like, forget it. Like, you, we need more uke. We need more uke. So that was, was just, production, huh? They're like, do it more and more. <laughs> I know how reality is. So it's probably, yeah, yeah I get it. Okay, so how has the show changed your perception on dating? You know, uh, if I could summarize it like we were saying earlier, Chiquis, they really helped me just check on the women in my life and going in with that same energy, checking on the women in my life, making sure that they feel safe around me and going into dates in that same way, you know, and above everything, make friends first be friends with these girls, like show a genuine interest in them. That's what I got out of it the most. I want to befriend the women in my life first. It's not about, it's not all physical. It's not about all about attraction. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Um, have there been any cons to being on the show? It's kind of, it's kind of hard to put yourself out there. It's not really a con though. It's just kind of, you. you if it could be if you let it get to you. You know, but I feel like if you lean in to yourself and realize that that's your only way to to get through this is just to rely on yourself and be sure of everything about that is you, then then you'll be fine. But it's being a private private person like I am. It was hard for me to do that. (laughs) So um, but not exactly a con. Okay, so here's an interesting question, Sal. Do you think you're still ready for marriage? Mm, oh man, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I am. No, I was so mentally prepared in that experience. And it was just like, all right, go, 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 go. Like, yes, proposal. Yes. All right, let's go. Let's make this work. And it wasn't, there wasn't enough time for me to just kind of pause and think. And I feel like what really influenced that too, was the fact that we can't talk to our families when we're in these pods you know so uh, yeah you can't bounce these ideas off of anybody it's just you so it's like which is fine like you, that's all you need you know at the end of the day but oh it was no. but you're not scared of marriage right yeah i'm not scared of like companionship being with somebody and putting in the work you know it's, and being committed and monogamous and all that stuff yeah yeah being committed and monogamous is i think if you're with the right person can be very very rewarding for sure it comes easy i feel like when you're with the, that person and you you have like a friendship with them as well it just comes easy it's like i love this person i care about this person so much it's like you don't even think about other people about cheating you know what i mean yeah you kind of i mean don't get me wrong your your partner will notice another person you know like mm-hmm. you'll notice people you know but at the same time like you know that you're in this together and you know what the consequences would be if you did go with someone else. And, right. and at the end of the day, it's just poor communication. 
Like, mm-hmm. if you're not feeling somebody, like, tell them, even if it does mean a breakup. Yeah, it's better to be honest. A tr- mm-hmm. You know, a, a the truth goes a long way. So, moving on to food, Sal. A little bit, you know, <laughs> water burger or in and out? <laughs> Ooh, in and out. Yeah, right. Yeah. I want some in and out so bad. <laughs> I love water burger because they have like a lot of options. But then again, like, I don't really like options. I like, in- but just the taste, I-, I would go with in and out. So, I agree with you on that one. <laughs> I was going to say, dude, I-, I like water burger. The fries are, are, um, What's the word? Over, over, overrated. Right. Overrated, okay. overrated. There you go. <laughs> as far as drinks go, tequila or vodka? Oh, tequila! Immediately. Okay. All right. Okay, tequila or beer? <sighs> tequila. Okay, nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I like tequila neat. Just like you know, throw it back. <laughs> Lime, a little salt. Our margarita nice. is perfect. A margarita on the rocks or blended? <sighs> on the rocks. Yeah, right? I think it's, yeah. The rocks is nice. Okay. Okay, Sal. All righty. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So would you ever go on a show like Love is Blind again? I think I would. I Yeah, I would go on a show like Love is Blind again. It was a... Uh, uh, it's uncomfortable, <laughs> but I feel like you grow in those uncomfortable situations. So for that reason alone, hell yeah, I would do it again. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. I love yeah. that. So what's next? Um, I just got a new job and I'm working remotely. Um, so I'm focused on that and I'm focused on my my platform and understanding the responsibility that comes with that, you know, and I want to spread some awareness for men who might feel alone or who feel like they can't open up their heart and and feel those emotions, you know? So I just, sorry, that's my dryer. It's okay. It's okay. He washes clothes too, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Or lady, should I say? That's awesome. But uh, yeah, that's next for me. Just making sure that my platform is a safe space for everybody on there and that they could take something and learn something from the, from there you know and i want to focus on providing resources for good resources that have helped me in my past like whether that's it's great. platforms podcasts and yeah that's really what i'm focused on next and just staying positive and and making sure that the people in my life are prioritized and safe that's awesome and you know what i can see you doing that i can see you doing a podcast and talking about everything that we've talked about here i've learned so much and it's just so like like I said, it's a it's a breath of fresh air to see that there are good men out there and smart men that do their own laundry, you guys. That's awesome. And drink tequila. Oh. <laughs> and sing, damn it. <laughs> la, la, la. De todo, de todo. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Honestly, Sal, I am I'm excited. You are for sure one of my favorites on the show. And I really connected with you. And thank you. I'm so glad that you took the time to talk to me and come on my podcast. So of thank you. Thank course. you. Thank you so much. <laughs> and I wish you the best. And thank you for talking about these topics. It's so important, Chiquis. Absolutely. We got to spread awareness and knowledge to our people, you know? So that's why I decided to have my own podcast. And it's it's great to have people like you on and share your, your, your socials, please, for everyone that's listening. Oh, sure. You can find me on Instagram at salvador08. And you can find me on TikTok under that same username. Um, what other social do I have, uh, Chiquis? What is, uh... Do you have Twitter, Facebook? <laughs> 
MySpace, MySpace. Who does MySpace? <laughs> hey girl, you got a MySpace? No. Uh, yeah. I don't have. I don't think I have anything else. Cameo. Well, no worries. You guys can find them there, ladies and gentlemen, men that want some advice. Okay, that are ready to step up their game, and ladies, um. If you just want to tell him nice things and stuff, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and as for me, as usual, you guys, I always leave you with a motivational quote and I have one for you. Let me go ahead and read it. This one's a little longer, but love is such a powerful force. It's there for everyone to embrace that kind of unconditional love for all of humankind. That is the kind of love that impels people to go into the community and try to change conditions for others, to take risks for what they believe in. That's one. And then love has nothing to do with what you are expecting to get, only with what you are expecting to give, which is everything. Hopefully those quotes get to your guys' heart. Again, gracias a todos. Gracias por escucharnos. I hope you learned a little bit about love and men and women and just stuff and experiences and experiments and all that great stuff. Los quiero mucho. Les mando muchos besos. I love you. Ciao. Bye. This is a production of iHeartRadio and My Cultura Podcast Network. Follow us on Instagram at My Cultura Podcasts and follow me, Chiquis, that's C-H-I-Q-U-I-S. For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi, everyone. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.